Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Puckle Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here today with some gigantic brains of men. First off, we've got one of our regulars here, the the biggest brain of all of us, I think. Say hello, R-Sigma. Hello. And in amongst our midst, we have the king himself, Thatch. Say hello. I don't know if I like that introduction, but that's okay. But hello. <laughs> Functionally, you are, though. That's the I thing. Don't, I don't like that. That puts it in words, though. I don't like that. <laughs> it's like, you it's are like, our fearless leader to whom we bow. It's like writing it down. That's not how I see myself. Honestly, if we want to be completely honest, I think Sigma might have been on more shows this year, like Total and Puckle than myself. <laughs> I, want to be completely, completely I don't real. think like, that's completely true. It's, it, I don't know. I think you're pretty close. Um, <laughs> you're on this one a lot so i mean yeah. there's that plus and tcg cast and tcg cast like i think combined with that like and the number of, how often you're on like the regular show mm-hmm. i think it's pretty on it i think it's pretty pretty close yeah <laughs> i mean it's tough to compete with whim scott on the regular and show. like i've taken and i've taken like four weeks off this year on like the regular show so <laughs> <laughs> well we're thrilled to have you here to talk just general battle and tearing and all that kind of stuff as we wrap up the entirety of gen 7 because as you saw when you clicked on the episode that's what we're talking about when we get to the topic today uh but other than that what have what have you guys been up to just in general like what's your what's your flavor of the month what have you been playing with sigma how about you uh i've been getting critted by uh thatch in the uh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. X, that, in the o and x <laughs> bracket oh, of our uh canto <laughs> that's true <laughs> So like, so like, so like quick story though, like, so, so I, I think Sigma and I won for the, in the past for like our fall tournament is always been like the most laid back tournament of the year. Mm -hmm. There's typically nobody that's like really going hard and this year's completely different. It's 180. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of that, like I jumped in so that we could round the numbers out to 16. Um, Mm -hmm. and like the only tournament I've done before that, like I, I gym leadered for summer league and I played in the UTC and that's where I really did. 
And I'm like, well, you know what? I haven't done something in a while. Let's let's jump into the Canto Birds of the World and we'll throw together a team in like 10 minutes. And so I did. And it turns out that that team has like very many like big weaknesses. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Same with me. Uh, uh, and, and like everybody's got one. And I was only very lucky to beat Sigma because I, I, there were like two big crits in a row. It's like, oh my. I'm sure this AV Volcanian can survive the Aplinium Z from this Valcarona. Crit, dead. Crit, crit, dead. And then, and then it's just like, well, Togekiss, Togekiss can probably take a plus one fire blast. And get the paralysis uh, off. Come on, buddy. You can do it. Fire blast crit. crit. <laughs> oh no. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And th- that was like turn two and three, by the way. That Are was you turn- serious? Yeah. yeah, that was turn two and three. Tur- oh. Turn one was Ferrothorn, Ferrothorn, and Volcarona, and then Volcarona quiver dancing, and Ferrothorn left. <laughs> Expectedly so. And and then it was, uh, and then Volcanian came out, and I'm like, oh, it's probably a salt vest. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try anyway, because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to set up Volcarona ever again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's it was, ridiculous! It was a ridiculous match. It was a ridiculous match. Um, it still it was still only one zero. It was only yeah. yeah, it was only one zero. I pulled it back around, but <laughs> poor Volcanian, <laughs> it didn't deserve that death. No, it could have I mean, it, it sat there with the Suicune and just waited yeah. all day. But no, it had to die. <laughs> yeah, all all like the 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 big thing about like Puckle tournaments too that I I. That at least like it's a problem for me compared to playing on the ladder. Like I can't practice for puckle tournaments on the ladder, um, and the reason why is because I've played so many of the people that are typically in the puckle tournaments so many times that I know their play styles. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the entire time I go, I'm like Sigma's gonna do this, and then Sigma did it, and then, <laughs> and and like, I'm sure Sigma, I'm, it, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Sigma is the exact same thought process with me. Like because we we've played each other so many times. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, and that's like the big thing. Like, I can't, I can't practice on showdown for puckle tournaments, like whatsoever, just mm-hmm. because, especially with like the stream. Like, I'm happy I stopped doing battles on the stream recently, and like we're, we've just been focusing on Nuzlocke because one, it's like a different like type of problem solving compared to Pokemon battles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also been like a nice refresher um, <laughs> because there's only so many times I can play Rotted. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I love Rotted. But there's only so many times I can play him. <laughs> He's one of my disciples of defensive. There's I know only, he is. There's only so many matches you can have where five Pokemon have leftovers. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Uh, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you absolutely should. Uh, well, other than that, I've been having a blast this past week or so just playtesting with the team that we're going to be going over at the end of this. because. Yes. Happy Halloween, folks. We've got a special surprise for you, so stick around to the end for that special Halloween-themed team. Oh, yeah, this it's, is coming out on Halloween, too, isn't it? This is coming out on Halloween, and I'm <laughs> super excited to give all the all the listeners the candy of a team that we've got ready for them. It's going to be great. Oh, I should have switched one of the mons. Maybe we'll do that before we get to the topic. That'll be great. No. Anyway, <laughs> so... That's pretty much what we've been up to. We're going to dive right in and close out Gen 7 with how the tiers are in their final month. So we'll be right back with tier time. It's tier time. Welcome back. It's time to go over what on earth is going on with the tiers in the final month of Generation 7. We're bidding farewell to the Ultra Series, the Sun and Moon Series. We're saying goodbye 
And this is the final state of how things are going to be for the end of the generation until they decide to go back and unban things like like they did with Latias recently in Generation 4. But that's neither here nor there. So, Thatch, tell me what's going on in Ubers. Uh, the only thing that's happening in Ubers is really Cursed Mega Scizor because it's a bulky boy. And if I don't know if anybody's ever played Ubers, but one of the scariest things in Ubers is Arceus with extreme speed. <laughs> And it's like a perfect counter to that. And it works out. And it also counters a lot of fairy types that are prevalent, such as Magirna. Magirna is super prevalent in Ubers, as well as OU. Yeah. And uh, Xerneas as well. That's a big Zer- one. Too. Xerneas is big, too. That's true. Um, but if you play Ubers and you know the problem with E-Speed, Zer- uh, Mega Scizor is absolutely a great way to do that, especially with Curse. And you literally mm-hmm. just run it like a Swords Dance Scissor, but with Curse. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I guess you can use Ditto with Scarf Revenge, but that's just like any play. I don't know if it's really that big of a deal. Also, it's Ubers, so um, if you're not 13, you're probably not playing it. Yeah, all five uh, people playing Ubers. It's it's not a very active tier. It's it's the, where you go if you want to just mess around. Hit something honestly. really hard. Like I I think if you go in and you play Ubers seriously, you'll probably make it to 1400 in no time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the number of people on on the Ubers ladder are just people messing around. Because hey, I made this team with this Pokemon that can't play in OU. Yeah, and I want to try to new. I want to try to play with it because I want to have fun, which isn't a bad mentality. If you have that mentality, good more power to you. Yeah, it's a great mentality to have now while we still can, and we have all the Ubers in the game. Yep. So yeah, I, I, encourage... I don't. I'm I'm scared to see the Ubers tier in in Gen Eight. I I don't know what's yeah. going to be. It's going to be like Zacian yeah. and Zamazenta and and like Aegislash. It becomes a ban list again without Mega Rayquaza around to ban. Yeah. Right? That yeah. is true. We're not going to have anything goes. That is true. That is very true. Other than like doing six Clef Key or something like six that. Talon species flame. Claws. Six Talonflame. Six Talonflame. That's the flame. only thing that would change. But yeah, Ubers is going to be a different thing come a month from now. And I'm excited to, you know, November tier time, guys. We There may not be much Ubers to come, cover, but we'll try our best to talk about Zacian and Zamazenta. So... I It'll imagine they're going to put some more more legends in the game. I I think they have yeah. to. Yeah. I think they have yeah. to. I mean, they get to play with Aegislash. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Aegislash will go to Ubers, like, within a week. Yeah, yeah, within a week. I think it'll be in OU ladder for a week just to say they did and then be gone. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, on that topic, let's just dive into OU. I've got that one. Um, kind of like Ubers, there's not a whole lot going on. So there's just some trends that we wanted to highlight. There's been a lot of tournaments going on. There's Snake Draft. There's OLT, I believe. Those are going on right now. And some of the trends from that are Seismitoad is getting good. Who who knew that having Electric Immunity plus Water Immunity plus setting Stealth Rock all in one slot was good? It's incredible. And it's got a few options as well. I mean, like, Choice Specs, mm-hmm. Choice Specs is an interesting set. It is. And you've got the rain support, so you can run it mm-hmm. as a swim, swimmer, swimmer. So it's yeah, an option. Absolutely. On the topic of options, Komo has recently been rediscovered as a specially defensive wall, and that's fantastic for bulky offense to counter Heatran, Greninja, Ash Greninja specifically, mm-hmm. things like that all in one slot, as well as setting rocks, laying toxic, and uh, I think the fourth move that it typically runs is Drain Punch. Mm-hmm. So Makes sense. It It's pretty good. It's pretty good, and that takes care of Tyranitar, Heatran, Greninja, all in one. And it takes care of a lot of things. I mean, it hits McGearna neutrally too. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not a bad set. I mean, get rid of that Tapu Coco and then you can do stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
We mentioned it last month, but Swords Dance Special Defensive Gliscor has now become the backbone of a lot of defensive teams, including my own. I'm not going to lie here. I use it, and I love it. And it's so hard to, for someone to actually get rid of while it sets up in front of you. It's fantastic. But there are some other weird, weird things that people are starting to use. Um, one that I want to try out a lot is Gastro Acid, acid Toxapex. Hmm. surprisingly pex has a really weird move pool for what it does between gastro haze scald um baneful bunker has seen a lot of use to punish u-turn hmm. it does a lot of things but gastro acid specifically counters things like calm mind clefable reuniclus and gliscor if you have toxic on the set too some people run the gastro acid over haze uh some braver people run it over scald but <laughs> I've wow. seen both. Over it's, Haze it's would crazy. be better, I think. I, probably. <laughs> it just depends on the rest of your team. I feel if like you're not being... particularly taunt weak. Yeah, I guess that's true. But wow, that is brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Firing off four sets that are seeing some surge. There's Life Orb Clefable that's at like 15% now instead of the seven or eight that it was last month. Scarf Tapu Bulu is shooting up in usage. Nihiligo has a has a set almost. It's a Toxic Spike setter with Electrium Z to counter things like Pex. Wish Mega Latios or Support Mega Latios, which has usually Wish and then one of Defog and uh, Thunder Wave or something like that on it is pretty good. There's the option of Encore on Clefable because Clefable, if, if there's a move, Clefable probably gets it. And... That's one option to prevent things like Swords Dance Gliscor, as mentioned, from setting up on Clefable like it normally does. It locks it into one move. Um, another one is Utility Cartana, which is kind of a weird sentence to hear. It's got Synthesis on it with Leaf Blade, Knockoff, or Sacred Sword, and Defog or Swords Dance. And it has enough HP to live through Chomps, EQ a couple times, and knock it out with Z Leaf Blade. And... Finally, one other really cool option that is seeing a little bit, especially higher up when people are a little bit more daring with stuff, is Nido King. Because with balance and bulky offense kind of being the solid thing that you want to run in OU right now, Nido King eats a lot of those cores alive. Between Celepex, Clefable Ferrothorn, Bulutran, Tapu Fini in general, Magirna, Gliscor, especially because the Gliscor are no longer. EVing to outrun Timid Heatran, they're EVing to outrun Modest Heatran. Nido King can outrun all of them, and it pairs really well with Ash Greninja and Volt Turn to just support those and weaken its counters. It's a great thing. I like it. Nido King's always been fun. It has been. I like it, and I really hope they never get rid of the fact that Sheer Force negates Life Orb. Right. Uh, I I think you need that. I think you need that. Or you do. It's not as good. Yeah. But, I mean, that was kind of brain brain dump of what's going on in OU. Not a whole lot. OU is stable how it is right now. They aren't looking to ban anything in the last, you know, 20 days between now and Sword and Shield. They so. say that until Mega Sableye hits the chopping block. How dare you? <laughs> it almost dropped to UU recently, you fool. I thought it did drop <laughs> a it, few months It did, ago. but it was banned, so. Yeah. Kind of dropped. Um, but, yeah, that's OU, and that's how it's going to be. That's the... This is the state that it will be in when you look back at it in three months when you want to use something. But yeah. So Sigma, tell me about Gen 6 OU. All or right. as we like to call it, underused. 
<laughs> That's what All it right. is. That is it, what it, it is. <laughs> it kind of is, especially with the first piece, which is Mew is back to you, you. I'm pretty sure Hooray. it's been there a couple times this, like since Sun you and know, Moon I'm came out. I'm not sure. Especially I mean, Munium Z is banned. The Z so move. I'm it not had sure to. It has. I think it dropped early on and then bounced back. But anyways, uh, in the tier, it's a great nasty plot wall breaker. Kind of like Celebi, except, you know, it has a better Moopal. Yeah. But you can also combine it with Nasty Plot Celebi. So, you know, if you really want those little fairies on your team that aren't real fairies, go right ahead. <laughs> that aren't real fairies. <laughs> I mean, they aren't. They don't have that fairy typing. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, anyways, we have utility sets with Taunt, some kind of healing move, which is probably soft-boiled or roost, depending on whatever you want. Will-O-Wisp and Seismic Toss are also viable, even, possibly even more so than Nasty Plot on the right team. And uh, like we said, Munium Z is banned, so don't even think about that. <laughs> Offensive Spikes is picking up some steam. Mimikyu has turned out to be a great spin blocker in the tier and goes well with the mixed Hydro Pump Mega Sharpedo as a finishing sweeper. And also, uh, Mimikyu is finally able to help these offensive builds thrive just as mm -hmm. a nice spin blocker and able to switch in on things, not being able to go down to one hit in most cases, unless there's some old breaker, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And then because they lost Glyscore all those months ago, Curse Glygor is, <laughs> Glygar is uh, gaining popularity. And that lets it deal with Mega Altaria with Refresh, uh, SD Scizor, SD... I assume this Mimic is Mimic, you, I think. Yeah. And uh, SD Cobalion. And it's also great on Hyper Offense and Spikes Offense set, or teams. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. There's a lot of Mimikyu I've been seeing down there, or at least a lot of discussion about it, just as the the glue they people thought that it would be the the savior of the tier for offense, and it kind of is. It's definitely mm -hmm. a hole patcher, and that's that's something that they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I'm glad Mimikyu found a spot. Mm-hmm. Because when it was sitting in OU, you never really saw it around. There's like it just was... too many other fairies. That's the problem. Like the the power creep for fairy this gen was awful. Yeah, and from experimenting with our with our team, spoiler alert, it's got a mimic you on it. It just doesn't do enough in a lot of cases. Even with a swords dance under its belt, it just it doesn't hit the numbers that. And oftentimes you're just a little bit short of the damage you need to do for it. So I think that's one of the biggest things that holds it back from really really shining is that it just has a low attack stat. Mm -hmm. We do know it's in Sword and Shield, so maybe it'll get another time to shine there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it does well in Battle Spot singles, so it's not a bad Pokemon. It's just a mm -hmm. severely limited Pokemon compared to, like, all the Megas and Tapus around. And once those are gone, maybe it can find a niche. Yep. Pretty much. Sigma, why don't you go ahead and take on RU as well? All right. In RU, we have a massive surge of Necrozma usage because it has, like, a move pool that's really deep you can do For support days. you can do offense you can photon geyser is nice and strong uh some want it banned but it doesn't seem likely at this point so yeah it, it's a little late in the uh life cycle though then again like uu and ru probably won't exist in sword and shield until january so <laughs> probably not. january february so maybe they'll find some time to work on it if they really want to <laughs> Next up, we have Slowbro on the rise because it handles both Pissimian and Necrozma somehow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just a thing. And they're also t 
is some talk about wanting to ban Normalium Z with Happy Hour and Celebrate, which is an Omni-Boost move if you're unaware. Uh, just because they want to unban Meloetta is a lot of, where a lot of this talk stems from. Because Meloetta is, well, kind of garbage in UU from what I know. <laughs> I think it's just bad. <laughs> I think it's bad in UU, but in RU... RU, it was oppressive. Yeah. Yeah. It served as a really good just special wall. Yeah, when it had Celebrate, it was oppressive. But Celebrate's that, good in general. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, it had uh, usage in RU, and then it had to be banned because of the Celebrate given out at Worlds. Anyway, we can we can jump to NU here. So we mentioned, I believe, last month that Guzzlord is starting to get a little bit of hype in NU, and that's just kept on going mainly because of things like Heliolisk. That has a big influence on it, which has recently jumped to S rank. Now, with Vileplume being banned, like we've covered a couple times, sorry, Claude, um, it's it's running rampant in the tier, and Guzzlord can kind of stop it, but it also is a great partner for Heliolisk because it <coughs> takes out everything that stops it, like Delmise, like Rotom, like things things of that nature that can at least come in on a couple bolts or hyper voices that Heliolisk throws out. Guzzlord handles those readily with just a move set of knockoff, Draco Meteor, Flamethrower, Toxic, and Dragonium Z. It's got kind of a little bit of utility and offense on the same Pokemon, which is great. And finally, Comfey and Steelix are just as good as they've always been they're they've shot up in the viability rankings as well just because they're the most solid pokemon in the tier steelix is steelix i know you've talked about this before thatch on some of the team in the yes episodes. it is <laughs> and you know if you need something bulky that sets rocks you just click on steelix and you're done that you've made an nu team hooray it's the lando of nu it is it amazing how ground type just tends to be that way <laughs> Crown type uh, is really good. I wouldn't say that. I would say in you, you scissors the scissors the. Uh, that is true. The the Lando, that's mm-hmm. absolutely what I would say. That is true, uh, but in addition to that, Comfey is kind of regarded as one of the best win cons. Priority damaging moves that have a good base power, unlike things like Bullet Punch, are good and they heal you because Comfey has Triage, which is incredible. So there, that's kind of nu. And that's where it's going to be. Heliolisk is going to be great. Guzzlord is going to be its best friend for life because it needs a friend. Heliolisk has Hyper Voice, and we've all seen the anime. Guzzlord has Hyper Voice as well because it just is a man screaming into the microphone. Mm-hmm. But take us home, Thatch. What's PU look like? I know this is your favorite. So it turns out that I was 12 years ahead of my time before the tier ever existed. And before the uh, before the rise of this Pokemon, I knew it was good, and everybody doubted me. Uh, for reference, if you guys don't know, go listen to the main feed. Like episode, I think it's episode one. I think it's really bad. Yeah, but I, oh I talk I talk about how Torterra is the best Gen Four starter, and it turns out I wasn't wrong. Um, because if you look here at uh, the what's going on in PU right now, Torterra is where it's at. Because yeah. it's got rock polish, it's bulky, it can run sword stance, and it's got stealth rock. It can be offensive. You can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> it's really amazing. Can. You, it's amazing, and it counters pretty much everything. <laughs> it, the it big just, boy's down there for sure. Yeah, it, it counters it counters skunk tank, which if people are not aware, is like the, one of the number one like problems 
in <laughs> like it, it's absolutely true i'm not even making this up like it is it is a problem in that tier like it, it is like s rank skunk tank mm-hmm. um and it handles that really well it handles electros really well it handles mudsdale really well it, it just it, it's amazing uh, i am happy torterra found a home <laughs> too bad it's not in uu with its brethren nope uh but <laughs> oh well but uh jellicent uh has also found a place as well which is always fun um because jellicent is always fun he's the pringles guy uh, it's fine he is the pringles guy uh and so pringle or Pring- <laughs> i call them pringles uh tags along because uh, he, he's really good at checking hail and fire because hail is actually a thing down there uh for for the uninitiated uh hail is also a thing that can happen and so uh i i hope more people come to appreciate that uh chris body's also really fun to use uh uh leafeon is there as a torterra counter but it's it's also leafeon um and then musharna has been doing okay uh it's got future sight barrier uh it's got z z fairy it can do it do it all uh skunk take is also dropping in usefulness because of torterra and torterra is the new hotness so just everybody get on torterra's level that's all i request but that is that is pu uh the tier the tier the best tier the best tier with because zero it has bias a <laughs> dude the torterra is amazing you can't hate it's on filled, that torterra it's filled with flawed pokemon it's fine <laughs> you can't hate you can't hate on torterra remember three months ago when they had mesprit and they yeah. were a solidified tier <laughs> yeah oh well the oh. lando of pu is mesprit now it's torterra i guess oh well Actually, I think the Lando down there is probably Electros, but... Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I would say that. But it's not very good compared to Lando. No. no. It's fun, though. It is. But anyway, that's pretty much the tiers, and that's where we're leaving Gen 7. That's the current state of the union as far as Generation 7 goes as a whole. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun in it. There's a lot of power creep, and I'm looking forward to whatever... Uh, generation eight kind of brings Mm -hmm. we're gonna do our best our absolute best next month to cover tears in their state of being created for a week we'll see how we do yeah we'll see how it goes we'll see how many bannings there are (laughs) yeah we don't even know how the tears are gonna be set up we'll see if age slash has any friends yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you know tune in next month we we may have this segment. We might not. We don't really know yet. No one <laughs> so, knows. Exactly. It's an exciting time for all of us. But we are going to cut it here and move on to the main topic, a review of Generation 7 instead of just how the, how the meta is. It'll be largely OU focused, but stick with us. It'll be fun. We'll be right back. All aboard. It's time for the topic. And welcome back. We're here now for the big show, the topic. What has Generation 7 meant to you, pretty much? And um, as I said before we came here, it's going to be largely OU-focused, just because that's what a lot of people are familiar with. And that's probably what the tier will be at the start of Sword and Shield. I it, If... It could go one of two ways where they have it kind of divided by what they think is going to be good, or they just start, you know with everything in OU and see how it goes for the first three months. That's what I predict they'll probably end up doing. So we're going to have have an OU focus on kind of the review. So we started off with Sun and Moon, 
a long, long time ago. When did that come out again? When was Sun and Moon out? 2016. 16. Okay. I couldn't remember for the life of me. Twenty. It's, it's only been three years, but it feels like an eternity. I'm not going to lie. It I blame really Let's does. Go. I blame Let's Go and Ultra Sun and Moon. Uh, yeah, I blame- y- yes and no. Yes and no. Because like Gen 6 was the same amount of time and it felt uh, it didn't feel this long. Mm-hmm. And it, but it was still three years. Um, it was a month longer. The meta was a month longer. We did get an actual kind of sequel in that, though. In this, we, it, we got like powered up. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and I think that's the biggest difference. We got real, real new content more than just a couple mons in yeah, Auras like, versus Ultra. Mm-hmm. Most I, of those I agree new with that. mons just kind of dropped too. Also, Hoenn's the best region, so there's that too. <laughs> It was a different game. It was at least a different game. We got two different games. Yeah. Which I think is the biggest factor. It allowed them to focus on a lot of different Pokemon, too, as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, Sun and Moon that got to focus on the same Pokemon multiple times, like Mimikyu and Kamoa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I absolutely agree with that. Or more so, mm-hmm. they didn't focus on them at all in the first game, and we were like, oh, yeah, these Pokemon exist. Here's <laughs> These Pokemon <Z-move>. exist. <laughs> also, here's the Latia site that you knew about already. Yep. (laughs) With each generation, we have a little bit of mechanics change. So what were some of the things that changed between 6 and 7 that we think had a big impact on how we interpreted Generation 7's meta as a whole? Sigma, tell me a couple things that changed. Well, between segments, we uh, witnessed the power of the burn power reduction. (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. Burn went from doing, what, 1 8th to 1 16th? Yep, 12.5% to 6.25%. Which is uh, nice for Guts users, but if you're trying to stall them out with burn, it's going to take a while. Well, I think it's necessary, just considering yeah. uh, like normal poison does the exact same thing, but then mm-hmm. burn also gets an added effect on top of that. This is, I, I think mm-hmm. it, it, was a necessary, it was a necessary nerf. It was necessary. I, I don't yeah. deny yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I think it was for the better in the end. Mm-hmm. However, I would say that it does make things that are immune to toxic just a lot stronger mm-hmm. because they can't be whittled down as easily. And the the thing I would highlight with that is Toxapex. Yeah. Which, if it burns still did 12.5%, Toxapex would be much harder pressed to avoid that status condition, condition than it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it can just switch out after a few turns and not care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost nothing here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. But another thing that changed, um, they pretty much tried to kill Swagger Klefki, mm-hmm. even with mechanic changes. And a couple a couple reasons for that was uh it, it was it was like three or fourfold. Number one, Thunder Wave can miss. That's yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. I I'm still amazed they didn't make it like Toxic, where Electric type still had the hundred percent accuracy or avoided accuracy. That would have been types. a good way yeah. to handle it, I think. But then again, that Thunderous is, Incarnate exists, so maybe that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe that part's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, the Confusion Status Affliction has had had a little bit of a change. Uh, for those of you who remember back before this, it used to be that you would hurt yourself 50% of the time in confusion. And they brought that down to, I believe, 30. Is that correct? Uh, 33. Yeah, it was 33. It was 33. A third. And they also brought the chance of full paralysis down a little bit, didn't they? Or was and that always 33? No, that was uh, 25. That was 25. It's down to 25 now. Or- mm-hmm. They also changed the uh, 
speed loss you got from paralysis yes. as well. Yes. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, to 50% yeah, it, instead of like 25% what your natural speed is. Uh-huh. Which was quartered. crippling back in the day of three years ago. Yeah. Ferrothorn but outspeed everything when it paralyzed things. Now it, it things will still outrun it when they're paralyzed. Yeah, it used to be able to outspeed Heatran maybe. Except mm-hmm. only if you were running speed on it, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't running Gyro Ball uh, in that case. And as the third attempted nail in the coffin for Klefki, they added a weird thing that no one really even noticed until a little bit later on, but dark types are immune to prankster-boosted moves, which makes sense such thematically. A, it's such a weird thing, and in OU, it generally just comes up in the case of Greninja. Yep. Uh, almost exclusively. Almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Crawdon, too. but And maybe Hydreigon, but eh. Yeah. But it's weird. There aren't even that many pranksters in OU right now. No. Other than Sableye on turn one. But even then, it doesn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. But I mean, prankster, I don't know. It was, it was a fun nerf. I wouldn't say it's a necessary nerf, but it was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gave dark type a little something. Yeah, Greninja was, was never fun. being a dark type when it had Protean. So, yeah, it was a fun and nerf. I'm, and like uh, I said, it makes thematic kind of story building sense in a, in a way because the dark type is immune to the the pranks or something like that. The, mm-hmm. the dark type can see through it because it's it's a better prankster. It makes sense, I guess. Um, so yeah, that was a couple just general game mechanics. Another couple things that really shaped OU a little bit is Gengar died and Pelipper lived. So, Thatch, describe. (laughs) Gengar died and Pelipper (laughs) lived. I mean, they changed abilities, which I think is the proper thing that needs to be done sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And they did, uh, they they changed the ability so that Gengar got lost levitate and honestly it's still a decent mon i think it's okay i people think the sky is falling when that happened uh well i mean the gengar was falling the the gengar was falling the gengar fell (laughs) the gengar did fall it's a fallen angel i i mean it's okay everything else was having trouble too yeah i'm I'm not mad yeah i don't know if that's why it's in or jumps to you you occasionally or not yeah i i don't know it was fine i i'm not mad about it yeah. I'm really not mad about it. So, I mean, that happened, but then, like, Pelipper got Drizzle, which I think is probably the most notable one, only because we got really good Rain Sweepers with the way that Mega Evolution worked, notably Mega Swampert, because yeah. I will, to this mm-hmm. day, just claim that that is a helmet strat, and you don't actually need mm-hmm. to be good to be able to use it. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, I'm being completely honest. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be completely honest here. Uh, I, I think that is uh, 1,000% the truth. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, and I mean, uh, Torkoal got drought, I think, which is somewhat notable as well. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's something uh, that should be noted. getting sandstorm is pretty good too, but yeah, we got one yeah. new weather setter for every weather, which yeah. is awesome. We got, we ended up getting two for hail. Well, yeah. Um, we got two for hail. Oh yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. One of them was good. Uh, the one, other of one of them was good. Ice cream. <laughs> yes. Hey, the ice cream is good where it needs to be. <laughs> down in the lower the lower actually the lower it does tiers. it does really well down there it does do really it really well does there. well yeah when you get 100 percent accurate blizzards you're probably gonna find a niche it does yeah. really well it does really really well down there the other one's just for hyper offense and that's just because it sets aurora veil because it's nine tails mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> broken new moves nine well, tails the thing broken, that can set but... two weathers that's true but it like it can't do it on the same one yeah. <laughs> 
the same nine tails can't do it so yeah and so i i would say that you know we, we've gotten through some of the little minor mechanic things but here we are at the big showcase of generation seven and that is the introduction of z moves and that (laughs) for better or for worse that was a huge huge thing and you know not every team uses them but uh, some teams use them every time it it just really depends it was kind of a weird adaptable thing what do you guys think how how do you think that z moves were in generation seven did they were they good were they bad were they a mix of both what do you guys think uh i would say z crystals i mean it was it was a fun it was a fun mechanic let's say fun mechanic that's what it was Mm -hmm. it was a fun (laughs) mechanic and that is the answer they were fine but i will not miss them yes yes that's a good way to put it they were okay i i'm not happy with them and i don't care to see them leave but i not completely upset with them they were okay yeah, VGC Sun, where there were no Z crystals, was refreshing. So you know, it's like yeah, oh, I mean, I, it, because I mean, it, it added predict, unpredictability. It does the same thing Dynamax and Gigantamax do. Mm-hmm. It makes everything good, which is I think something that they've been trying to go for, especially as of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and but it makes the good better. Like it, it does with the Z moves. Or that, that's Kyra. the problem. That's the problem, and that's exactly what Dynamax is going to do, right? Like if everybody, if everybody's a super, nobody is, right? Yeah, but the supers get even more super. So yes, it, it'll be weird. Yes, exactly. I mean, Syndrome has some truth to him. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that I would say is different about Z moves from Dynamax is that that was just an absurd level power boost, and it really made it so that it was harder to, in general, prepare for everything. Like yeah. Heatran yeah. could just muscle its way past you with Bloom Doom, and just yes. do a billion yes. damage. Yes. I miss Bloom Doom Heatran being relevant. Ugh. At least yeah. with Dynamax, the actual move power boost isn't that much in most cases, so it's not going to be stupid. I think it's a nice little mini- medium. I think it's mm-hmm. a nice medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll I, see. I, I don't expect Dynamax to stay. <laughs> yeah, I am so. worried a little bit, but not terribly yeah. much. Um, yeah, the, I, the, I, I like it better than Zeus. I, I, think, I think mechanically, it's a really cool mechanic. I am not a fan of it um, lore-wise or uh, in, in any way, honestly, other than other than mechanically. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just I think it's a stupid mechanic to like look at like oh man they got big. Uh, <laughs> cool, but mechanically I think it's really cool what it does. Uh, minus yeah. the HP boost, I don't think the HP boost is necessary. I think it's really cool if you could have handled it in such a way, kind of like um, uh, I mean this is a little off topic, but if you if you think about uh the shadow Pokemon and Pokemon XD and Coliseum and how they would enter a hyper mode. Um, I, mm-hmm. I would have, I would have liked to see it handled like that, like a hyper mode as opposed to, Hey, he got big. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that it'll bring snowballing similar to ultra beast today. Mm, what ultra yep. beast said. Yep. 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 Like, especially with Pokemon like Gyarados where you give them, uh, their, what's it? Secondary ability. Moxie. Yep. And it just gets to sweep for a couple turns after it gets left a dragon dance and then goes. Yeah, I so I would also things like that. I'm worried about. I would also like to see uh, what is it? Uh, I would like to see Dynamax kind. Of, I, I would have liked to have seen that you couldn't switch when you were Dynamaxed. I feel like that would have been uh, made it mm-hmm. a little bit more balanced. Yeah, because right? you get up just a little DD, bit more. Then you set rain and then you just Moxie sweep and yeah. it doesn't matter anymore. Yep, and that's yep. what I'm worried about. Uh, thanks for the strat. Yeah, 
Yep, but bringing it back, just we're we're still reminiscing on seven. We'll be uh, we'll be going over all this in roughly thirty days. So that's true. You can look forward to us talking about mm-hmm. Dynamax even more when we know like the full mechanics of it. Yes, but yeah, I I am not wholly displeased to see Z moves go. Um, I think it's I think cool. it's a mechanic unlike Megas that you can see go. I, I think yeah. Megas were yeah. just they, they were introduced in such a way that it became part of that Pokemon. Yeah. And uh, the, the scene that I really rep that I really, uh, I, I really bond with this idea. Um, it, It's not Pokemon, but it's Digimon. And there's, <laughs> there's a scene in the second season where they talk about how they, the uh, original Digi Justin had to give up their crests uh, to, uh, to protect the digital world. And when they do that, you see the Digimon themselves get sad because they lose their ultimate forms because they don't mm-hmm. have the crest to help them digivolve to it. And, I remember uh, that, and that's how I that's how I feel about like all of the Pokemon losing their Megas. They've lost their Megas, and they're reminiscing. Like Ampharos is like, man, I used to have beautiful Fabio hair, and uh, <laughs> uh, and and stuff like that. But like, uh, I think I think Megas were just sold in such a different way compared to the way Z crystals were sold. Like Z crystals, I think one hundred percent it was tied with the with Alola. I'm I'm happy to see them go. I'm, yeah. I I'd be perfectly happy if every gimmick here on out. Um, Dynamax kind of fits this as well. Um, is just like hey, a one and done type deal. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. Megas fits that, but that's just me. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I totally am okay with seeing Z crystals go on just not just a lore level, but also a mechanic level as well. I mean, it, it, I it was it bad. was fun. It was fun for a gen, and now I'm kind of done. Yeah, I feel bad for Kamoa, and I feel bad for Ultimate yeah. Cosma, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't even and feel bad for Ultimate Cosma. I don't feel I don't feel bad for any of them. To be fair, like. Uh, name name an exclusive Z movie used other than Let's Snuggle Forever and Clanker Soul Blaze, and you used it seriously. You, you probably didn't. Um, I mean, Evenium Z saw usage. Evenium Z, well, that's true. That's true. And Evenium- in Ubers, there is um, Sogolay Lunala. Yeah, but uh, first of all, if you do play there, those on carts, <laughs> if you play those on cart and Ubers, by the way, if you play Ubers and you use a Z move, you are probably using you're either using Ferium Z. Um, or uh or one of the like exclusive ones to Sogaleo Lunala or Alternate Krasma. Those are the longest animations of all they time. Are they they oh clock in at like thirty or forty seconds. They're they're awful. I don't suggest. They I are. won't miss those. I will not miss those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one more f- small mechanic change, and that was that the berries, the healing berries, um really stepped it up a level here. Sigma Go ahead and tell me more about the healing berries. So the pinch berries, where there are four of them for each Pokemon that will boost their HP to 50% when it goes down to 25%. Or if you're a Snorlax with gluttony, you <laughs> uh, <laughs> you belly drum and you get back to full HP. Because it made that's gluttony a useful. fair mechanic. It made gluttony it useful. It did make gluttony useful, <laughs> but terrifying. That's why Absolutely I'm scared of flying. Terrifying. Oh my goodness. Yeah, anything or obstacle made the use. Oh of those berries and singles and doubles. It was a bigger mess, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. I hate those berries. They make everything so much bulkier. It's like, Oh yeah, they you do. have to kill that Pokemon one and a half times uh-huh. because it's a bulky recycle. Alolan muck is the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's another one that gets used to these berries too. Oh, yeah. gluttony. Oh, gluttony. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a mechanic change that I, I'd mm-hmm. like to see it go down to 30% in the future, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But that kind of covers all the just base mechanic changes. So now we get into how did the tier change between Generation 6 and Generation 7. And right 
out of the gate, we had a whole bunch of things, as they do every time, come down from Ubers uh, and just kind of restart restart the ladder from scratch. And there were some bands in the Auras metagame that came down. Greninja was one. Mega Sableye, Mega Mawile, and Hoopa Unbound all were yep. released from their shackles of Ubers and allowed back into the OU tier. And all of those are still here. Yeah. Yeah. The the ones we didn't put down were like, I think Landorus Incarnate yes. was allowed. And it uh, was. Genesect was allowed for a little bit and they got sent back to their home. It's and like, the aforementioned <laughs> Aegislash was there mm-hmm. for like a week. That one didn't mm-hmm. last. That one didn't even yeah. have a mention on the smoke. <laughs> no, on no. Smoke on Twitter. It's, it just it was... happened overnight and no one questioned yep. it. They're biased, though. They're biased. Yeah. It's like, we don't put that to vote. <laughs> they just no. go away. It's just gone. Also, to be fair, like, a lot of it was just, like, very, I, I don't know a good word for it, other than, like, uh, those Pokemon were just not very... Uh, uh, I don't know. There was power creep this gen. That was the big thing. There was. There was just power yeah. creep. Between I mean, having Megas still and now Z moves on top of it for things that aren't mm-hmm. Mega, there was a lot. Yes, exactly. I mean, you could argue Mega Sableye didn't deserve what it got in Oras metagame. I'm going to argue it to the day I die. <laughs> because it was banned the last day of the format. Yeah. So literally. It banned the same day that Sun and Moon came out. It's It's rough <sighs> for the guy. So. Him coming down made sense, especially with the changes to mm-hmm. Megas with how speed worked, because mm-hmm. he lost Prankster before he could use his attacks, so he was fine. Uh, Greninja amazes me that it's still around, even with Ash Greninja. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Ash Greninja is bonkers, and I'm... Ash Greninja, I can't, be- I, I can't yeah. believe that it's still there. Yeah. Like, Greninja, I think, is fine on its own, but when you have Ash Greninja thrown in there, too... It... Yeah. You have a second Mega, and it's stupid, and you don't know until it's already hit you which one it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh it's Beck's dark oh I'm mm-hmm. dead <laughs> yep and now but, it gets the oh, water shuriken yeah. buff too yuck uh huh it's pretty bad nuts absolutely nuts and we got that ability change too that like like Sigma said water shuriken became not only special but also um doubled it, in power it ties when battle bond Ash Greninja too right mm-hmm. yeah so 30 power up to five consecutive hits with choice specs. Uh, yuck. Uh, I think it only hits three in Ash form, though. So that's Oh, good. okay. Guaranteed three times, though. Uh, and I think they have a 30% power boost each That's month. absolutely true. Craziness. But there was also something that was kind of interesting, and that's that all the Megas didn't immediately come over to Gen 7. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That's uh, some good times, just waiting yes. for the release of when... I think one of the last ones was Lopunny. Is that I don't remember the. I feel order like Lopunny was late, and uh, the Hoenn starters were a lot. Late a too. lot of things were late. I just remember when because that's why Rain wasn't really big right away because Swampert mm-hmm. just wasn't there. Yeah, they were stuck with Kingdra. Yeah, no one wants yeah. to be stuck with Kingdra. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Yeah, but uh, then May came around. Then you, you have then Swampert. you have Kingdra and Swampert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use them both. That's how you win. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of a fun thing. Like like Sigma and Thatch said, it was fun to just kind of see what it was without them and then get them back. Mm-hmm. That's weird that's why way. I think it'd be really cool if we could get some of the new mods in the decks added, like incrementally. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yep. It's such but, a good idea. Oh well. I, I could see them not talking about it because they wanted to make it a big deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. Oh, well. But another, th- we got the slow release of Megas, and then, you know, Smogon does its thing that we all know and love, and they start <laughs> organizing the tiers and start with, you know, weeding out the things that needed to be weeded out. So we got some bands starting. Um, do you guys remember the good old days of that move that lets you switch and carry stat boosts over to the next Pokemon? Baton pass? <laughs> yeah. Barely, because they tried to nerf the usage out of that beyond... They yeah. butchered it before they, they killed it. They really yeah. did. It's a scar on the history of Smogon that they had that complex ban, and it comes up in arguments every now and again when they're talking about banning something else. And it... Uh, it just complicates things. Don't do complex bands, people. Just don't. I think that was that was that was honestly the most complex band I think I've ever seen in Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Other than maybe Swift Swim in Gen Five. Yeah. I think oh, that was. Yeah. I think that was honestly the most complex band I think I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Except for, for the no, who... except for the no scold you you better. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just silly though. Except it wasn't complex. The... That was just dumb. <laughs> that one was hilarious. Yeah. That was easy to follow, at least. It's like, oh, yeah, you just can't use Scald, the best water move in the game. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Easy enough. Yeah. That For one those of you silly. who don't remember, uh, this complex ban that we're referring to is that you could use Baton Pass so long as no stats were passed along with it. Mm-hmm. I think at one point it was one stat was allowed, with, but... You might be right. Maybe you're right. It was or one like stat that One was stat with passed. speed could be passed or something like that. Oh yeah, it, that's was, it. it got disgusting. It was it was something with speed. No it was a very roundabout speed. way to try to stop baton pass without just straight out banning baton pass, like they finally did. Thank gosh, mm-hmm. or thanks. Yeah, thanks. It took them too long to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think did. that's what it was. Was that no no two in combination with one of them being speed, mm-hmm. because basically it was mm-hmm. stopping Scolipede and Ninjask from starting the chain. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was silly. Then it was notable, silly. <laughs> notable Pokemon bands, I think, were like Mega Metagross, Baramosa, and Doug Tri- or uh, Arena Trap. They tried mm-hmm. Doug Trio. They tried. They, they really did. did. <laughs> they really tried. But instead, they decided that Trap Inch 2 was too deadly. Yeah, people were using Diglett and Trap Inch during the suspect test, so. They seriously were, <laughs> and it, it worked just as well. I'm okay. So, like, I have a soft spot for Arena Trap as a little cup player, and that I think uh, needs to be appreciated. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I feel personally attacked every time they they try to uh, they they try anything with it. I feel personally attacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they killed it finally. They did kill it. That is true. I mean, yeah, they killed Shadow Tag. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Shadow Tag, I think, is honestly worse, just because of the Pokemon that have it. <laughs> the Pokemon that have it and the fact that it affects everything, instead mm-hmm. of just grounded yeah. things with Arena Trap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ghosts were able to switch out on it, too, but... That was another mechanic change, I think, this gen, right? Or was it Gen I 6? think it was this gen. I can't remember. It It comes in so infrequently that I just... Well, I not on know. the team we're going to talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that was a fun little mechanics quirk. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the Ultra series. We did. We did. Ultra oh, Sun, Ultra Moon please stop. <laughs> that didn't happen. Let's all just remember that didn't happen. Oh, no. Yes, it did. Because we got the thing that I've been praying for for years, and that is a Defog Move Tutor. 
Yeah, that's true. That was the good thing that came out. That was the, that, that is, was that was whew. the good that came with that. I no longer had to chain things from generation three to go to all the way up to learn defog or something stupid. It was <laughs> fantastic. I was so happy for that. I got my defog Glyscore with poison heal. I am happy. I'm a happy boy, as you should be. Yeah, as you should be. And we also got other tutors, as we do in the yeah. third version most of the time. It was it was a good set of tutors too. It wasn't like something. Mm-hmm. Stomping tantrum was a nice one, a mm-hmm. nice little addition. I think that was one of the main additions too. Like, yeah, no one cares about laser focus. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about laser focus here, other than right. Shamu. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Laser focus shockwave infallible, but. We also got Mantine Surf. You know, it's not a battle thing, but it made the collection of Move Tutor points very easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. a grind as it normally was. I I can shout out that. I can I can that. get that. I can get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can get behind it. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple new Pokemon. Yeah, most of them were. That was the of... weirdest thing. And yeah, like Sigma's about to say, they're they're most. They were either there. broken or useless or blitz level on. It's fine. Um, broken or useless or blissephalon <laughs> yikes <laughs> i i think zero aura is in the middle in terms he, of usefulness he's kind of in the middle uh i mean stock attack is cute in certain situations but also like terribly slow and yeah weaknesses hilarious though naganadel was beyond broken yes mm-hmm Nothing like the APT tar as the only counter in the entire meta. Uh, That's true. Get ready for sword and shield when that applies to high dragon. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! Please, AV Tyranitar coming at you live. No, thank you. Gigantics. Uh, no, thank you. It's a very big. Very if big we could Tyranitar. just, if we could just not, that'd be great. <laughs> its name is Godzilla, and it's with the other kaiju, including its girlfriend Butterfree. <laughs> I've seen King of the Monsters. And, uh, when, and when it's not Dynamaxed, you can call it Godzuki and it's fine. There you go. Young Godzilla. Kid of God son of Godzilla. I think that's a movie. Probably. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking something else. There I don't are, know. There are a lot of Godzilla movies out there. There are a lot of them. <laughs> but I mean that's Ultra changed a couple things up. I I think the biggest thing was that hazard stacking really took a hit because of the defog everywhere. I mean, they gave things... it to Rotom. They gave it to Sir. Pyramid. I'm glad they gave it to Rotom. Rotom, I think, that was it. the number one. Oh, Rotom one. loved it. Yeah. I think that was I, uh, the number one. Superior probably didn't need it. Landorus probably didn't need it. No. But... <laughs> I think it would have been nice if they did it did to Landorus like they did to Zapdos and they gave it to the other two, but not it. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. I mean, I don't think Thunderous should be able to use it either. I think it should have been exclusive to uh... Tornadus. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice, but here we are. Just like I a... think Superior getting it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Serp getting it was great. Mm-hmm. It's I, such a weird choice, but they added so many good ones, though. Like there were did. a lot of good ones. That was such an exciting time in the leaks. It's like, oh, Whimsicott too. Yeah, you can prankster it. Just looking at all of the Pokemon that they gave it to. Yeah, one of the most uh, exciting parts for Ultra Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. My heart was a flutter after I calmed down from seeing Gliscor was on the list. <laughs> I think Gliscor already had it. Did it not? It, it had it, but it didn't have the ability to have it with poison heal. Oh, that makes sense then. That was the big, <laughs> that was the kicker. That makes sense. I can understand being excited about that then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Me ex- with a defensive Pokemon. Who knew? Yep. 
I can understand now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's Ultra. There was other bands that took place during that time. What are some of the ones that took place then? Do you guys recall? I know I think it was obviously just Zygarde. the Zygarde. I, Zygarde was the biggest one, and I think, that's, I think I, that was the last one that happened. <laughs> I think it went a yeah. year, and then they're like, we need to suspect Zygarde. And that's what yeah. happened. Yep. It's like, nothing's changed in the past year since we had Nagan Adele. Huh. Yep. Really, yeah. Well, Other than like Marshadow dropping, but well, that was also a week. That was during regular Sun and Moon. Uh, yeah. Ultra Sun and Moon had Zero Aura, which like we said, it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Yep. It has a cool attack stat and a high speed, but like kind of just okay move coverage. So yeah, it's a it's, worse it's, Tapu Koko. It's fine. It's a worse Tapu Koko, but a better Raiko. Yes. Yeah. So like it's kind of in a weird place. It'll probably be a fine OU Pokemon if it's one of the mythicals that make it into Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. It probably would be. It's it'll be the fastest thing because currently the fastest thing is Jolteon, <laughs> unless Zacian or Zamazenta is bonkers and. But that doesn't you matter. Know. They're not in. They're not in OU. When Impidimp evolves into the pseudo legendary, it'll be super fast. When Impidimp evolves into the pseudo legendary, I'm so excited for that Pokemon we don't know about. <laughs> when Impidimp evolves into the pseudo legendary, uh, God, uh, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> in other news, did you know that Zacian can sheathe its sword? I saw no. that picture. No. <laughs> The red ribbons that come off its side, it wraps them around the sword like a coiling snake, and and it just holds it on its side. That's important news. We need to cover that in the main show if we haven't already. Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, Pokemon Go, I'm sure, didn't do anything this week. I'm sure there's room for it. There we go. Perfect. (laughs) We've got a plan. Pokemon Go didn't do anything this week. (laughs) So what do you guys think as far as the la the closing thought on generation seven good bad ugly what what was your favorite least favorite thing about it uh starting with you sigma what do you think uh i i don't like it as much as rsou i think rsou mm-hmm. had a little a bit more balancing the uh z moves were just too unpredictable at certain times where it's like oh cool i lost the match now that's great <laughs> thanks game <laughs> yeah I only, feel kind, I only feel kind of the same. I think I don't think Z-Moves were as bad as people thought they were because after a while, the sets kind of settled down mm-hmm. and you knew which Pokemon were typically going to have a Z-Crystal and you were prepared for that, uh, just like yeah, any other move. True. And so like, I, I wasn't that worried. And a lot of it you could play around, like like Koma-O, for example. You could play around oh, that yeah. pretty easily. And so, like if, if the fairies didn't break Koma-O Z-Move, I think that thing would have been busted. But, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, don't let that be <laughs> mistaken. I, I I I definitely agree. Um, but I I, I think that uh, I, I I do think that the uh, Zemus weren't that bad. But I do think Gen Six OU was much better. <laughs> it was much more balanced. <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of the power creep because like I remember Gen Six and like it was a big deal that Greninja was banned. It was a big deal that um that Hoopa Unbound was banned. Mega Mall Isle was banned. Yeah, and there then, were a lot of controversial bans that generation. And like I like I remember all that happening, and I I really wish that were still the case, honestly, mm-hmm. because I feel like that that it, it made you play like this weird Uber's hybrid, and it was uh it not something that I personally enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like oh, I want to play Uber's Uber Gen Six Uber's, I, um. But I know a I lot of people also <laughs> really wanted to play with Greninja. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, I think it would have been better without Magirna. Like, 
the fact that Magirna lasted the entire generation astounds me. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I. It just I has agree so much you. versatility in what kind of move sets it can use, and yeah, what can't take it down that should be able mm-hmm. to. It, I, I, I think the best defensive type. I think I think, yeah. think yes, yes. Not not arguably it is. Um <laughs> it, it is. No, it is. Because you take away right. one of fair you take away both of Fairy's weaknesses. And fairy mm-hmm. type is such a prominent type. They built it up to be such a good type in Gen 6, which it was, but they didn't give it to anything that was like super, super good fairy type wise. Right? And mm-hmm. then this gen we get like five good fairies, like just dumped into our laps. Yep. Yeah, and, I have good uh, fairies and mimic you just sitting there in the corner. Waiting for <laughs> yeah, and mimic you. <laughs> we got five good Next fairies. Next we get Galarian Pony to. Oh wait, yeah, it's fine. We have a top hat wheezing. We have top hat wheezing. Thank God. Yes, and top hat wheezing's the way to go. It is. So on that, <clears throat> other than top hat wheezing, you're not allowed to give that answer. No dapper wheezing. What are you most looking forward to with what we know? Right now. Right now. That's it. That should start with you. There's not enough. I can't tell you. <laughs> like, I know. All 19 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I, like, Heliolisk. I, the answer uh, is Heliolisk. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see a lot of our staples go away. I, I yeah. So like, so like I've, so this is, this is just a me thing. I've always loved pre-bank metas. Uh, I know, yeah. I know Gen 7 pre-bank wasn't particularly enjoyed, um, but I enjoyed Gen 6 pre-bank meta. I enjoyed Gen 7 pre-bank meta. And I'm always disappointed, one, because those metas don't get enough love. Like, Smogon just doesn't pay attention to them, neither do the people running Showdown. Um, mm-hmm. Because they just sit there and they prep for the day that bank is released. Both In both cases, they did that. Um, and, and a good example of how they just, like, ruin, ruin a meta like that is... A, a good example is Gen 7. They let in Rapid Spin Tentacruel, which was unavailable. Um, and, that like, I'm excited to see them kind of be forced into a pre-bank meta. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that uh, I, I can get behind. Um, the only like I am still sour, obviously, about like the national decks thing. Like I don't think it's a good idea in the long run of the franchise uh, for several reasons. And one day we can get into that. Uh, this is not the place. But in terms of like competitive battling, yeah, I think it's cool. It's a cool, fresh take. Um, and I'm not upset because of that. The change because of competitive battling because one, you're all forced to be pre-bank with me. Uh, which <laughs> which uh, I'm 1000% okay with because I love playing in metas without Lando. Yeah. Um, I love playing in metas without Softball Club Able. So. Yes. Uh well, Whoa. we we will probably We'll have that. We'll have that probably for a little while. Eventually. But we yeah. will have that meta without that. Softball. Yeah, we will have that for a little while. Yeah, Softball Club Able will not exist until home. Yeah. You uh, just broke my heart, Sigma. Um the, the only thing I do I I'm I'm still very curious about home. I mean, this is this is like a hot like prediction take, or maybe more of a hope than a prediction. Uh, but I'm hoping because uh, uh, this is like this is recording before the episode that goes out the week before this, so like it's a weird thing because we'll probably talk about it on the show tomorrow. Uh, that Seth <laughs> is also on. Hooray! Um, uh, but uh, the one thing because they they keep, they mentioned like the national decks thing in a lot of the interviews, and they keep talking about Pokemon Home being kind of their answer to that. But they don't talk about any of the details of Pokemon Home or what it is. And it's really frustrating because that's all I need to know. Like, tell me what it is. Um, and maybe things will be okay. Because the one thing I hope, maybe they can put in some kind of battle simulator or something like that in some form or another. Where my Pokemon can take a quote-unquote active role, as they keep saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can have two cool metas, like a cartridge meta and a home meta. That'd be really cool. 
I'd be that a fan of that. Fun. I'd be a fan of that if that's like a way to like immortalize like a certain meta, and then and then mm. like keep our classic every everything goes meta, you know. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Yeah. How about you, Sigma? Yeah, what are you looking forward to? Uh, so the other night we were looking at like the top viability Pokemon in say OU and Battle Spot singles, and noticing that <laughs> they're all gone. Majority of them, <laughs> it's like they're gone if they're not part of Stall. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> the Megas are all gone. The Legendaries are all gone. That does all scare that me, by left, the way. That it's only Stall. All that we have left are like Toxapex and Ferrothorn just sitting there mm-hmm. laughing. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah, it, it's terrifying. So we'll we'll. We'll hope that Stall is in check somehow. Hopefully Dynamax will help with that. But yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that pretty much is a good place to wrap up the covering of Generation 7. So we hope you guys have enjoyed it with us. Uh, it, it's been a wild ride. We're looking forward to a brand new roller coaster here next month, and we'll try and cover it as best we can. But we aren't going to leave you without a parting gift, especially because today, sort of, is Halloween. And we wanted to give you guys an awesome Halloween present. So we'll be right back with team of the episode. And now for the flavor of the month. Welcome back to the spookiest edition of team of the episode that we have ever come out with because it's Halloween as we've been hinting this whole time. And if you haven't guessed, there's going to be a lot of ghosts on this and Contrary to what we normally do in Team of the Episode, this is a different tier. This is Monotype. And we are doing Monotype Ghost. Because Halloween. And we've got a team for you here that we have been playing with for the last couple weeks-ish. And oh my goodness, do I love Monotype. (laughs) It's been fantastic. (laughs) Uh, and this team, this team for Monotype has been fantastic. It's hilarious. It almost completely invalidates just certain teams if they aren't fully prepared. Like normal can sometimes just not do anything. Fighting has very little against you. It's oh, it's glorious. So we're just gonna dive in. I'm gonna dive into the first two mons that are my personal favorites on this team. And it's Halloween. It's Monotype Ghost. We've got a pumpkin for you. <laughs> it's nice we've carved it even mine's nicknamed spice because pumpkin spice uh i had to do a y in the name instead of an i because it filters that out at the language filter but whatever it's because gorgeist of, it's super. because of ginger spice yeah it's and probably the some kind of drug reference the spice know. girls there you go but it's gorgeist and it's supersized so it's a big gorgeist and that's the one that has crazy defense and decent attack ish it's got leftovers the ability frisk because i feel like that's the only good ability the evs are 248 hp 252 defense eight special defense with an impish nature just max physical defense here the ivs are zero attack it's got foul play will-o-wisp leech seed and synthesis it's just your physical wall and let me tell you this thing is a physical wall to end all physical walls it takes some crazy powerful super effective physical hits and lives to tell the tale and burn them or synthesis out of it it can it can pumpkin its way out of very very tricky situations <laughs> just with how annoying <laughs> pumpkin its, its way is. out pumpkin its way out it's a verb now in addition to that annoying pokemon we've got 
my personal favorite annoying Pokemon and my favorite Pokemon. We've got Sableye holding Sableonite because if you're running Mono Ghost, you're running Mega Sableye. That's just the rule. That's how it is. It's got the ability Prankster because what else would you run? Maximum HP, uh, 112 defense, 144 special defense, and a careful nature. It lets it take hits from things like Mega Diancie once. And why you'd want to do that, I don't know. I guess you just really want to burn Diancie. But, you know, I don't write the numbers. I just kind of look at them and see what's best. It's got Will-O-Wisp, Protect, Recover, and Knockoff. Pretty standard Mega Sableye. It's a decent mixed wall. It's one of your better physical ones in addition to Gorgeist. And it's kind of the thing on the team that can absorb most of the dark type attacks because it's it's the only thing really functionally that's neutral. There's one other thing that is, but this is the only thing that can count. switch in and absorb them. Mm-hmm. So that's the first two. Sigma, what are the next two? All right. Next up, we have Mr. Pringles the Jellicent. Holding those leftovers so it doesn't die, and giving itself a water immunity with water absorbability, we have the 248 HP, 248 special defense, calm nature, and we have the 12 speed to speed creep the speed creepers who are trying to speed creep the speed creep. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you like speed creep. Yep, we're speed creeping the (laughs) ones who are trying to speed creep the speed creepers. So, anyways, attack-wise, we have toxic scald for your nice little statuses if, depending on which one you want for the situation toxic is great to deal with anything that's trying to set up like a kamoa would be nice to get that off on a volcarona would be nice to get that off on you usually can survive a plus one giga drain so good on mr pringles and then we have taunt and recover because we don't want to die mm, makes sense yeah. <laughs> i'm into it Next up, i don't like dying <laughs> We're a ghost. We don't want to die again. No. We're Mr. Pringles. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Gengar. It's pretty standard. Choice Garf, Curse Body, because that's the only thing you got. Timid, max special attack, max speed. Throw the extra point in special defense. Our attacks are Focus Blast, Shadow Ball, Sludge Wave, and Trick. Though you can change Trick to uh, Thunderbolt, and you'd probably be okay. So, Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Is Pretty it my- standard Gengar. And that yeah. cursed body can come in handy. It it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like it stops Volcarona from using Giga Drain some yep. days. <laughs> so then Jellicent can continue to eat it. We have firsthand experience with this between segments. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> <laughs> it can click. That should take us home. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, okay, so Alolan Marowak with thick club lightning rod. Uh you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tell me what the spread is for particularly, yeah. because it's forty eight HP. 252 attack, 204 speed, 4 defense. Is the HP or the speed a benchmark? Uh, the HP is a benchmark to make it so you take less damage from things like Stealth Rock and all that kind of garbage. The okay. 204 speed is a benchmark for something. For something. Yeah. We like somethings. We do like something. Probably base 60s. Uh, I would imagine. Something like that, I think. That plus a jelly nature. That would be Well, it's guess. an adamant, so yeah. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> you know, I forget where I pulled that from, but I know that it's well used in monotype stuff. That's that's a pretty standard monotype spread for Marowak yeah. down there. Uh, so it's it's surprisingly fast. It's it's faster than you'd think it would be. Yeah. And obviously it hits really hard, especially in conjunction with that adamant nature. 
I can imagine. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so Stealth Rock, Earthquake, Fire Punch, Shadow Bone. I like the Fire Punch over the over the Flare Blitz here, actually, like a lot. <laughs> Just yeah. because of what you use Marowak for on this team in this meta, it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of necessary. Yeah. You have yeah. a lot of immunities on this team. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would say that. You do have a lot of immunities on the team. And all of those are very nice to have, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Shadow Bones, uh, Shadow Bones, fantastic. Earthquake is really nice. Um, Stealth Rock helps you take out a lot of things. Actually, uh, it's very important in Monotype. I find uh, from my limited experience, which has been the past three hours. And <laughs> and uh, finally, the last one is just Mimikyu because it's Mimikyu, and it's probably one of the best fairy t- or ghost types. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ghost DMZ because uh, because reasons I like that better than what's Snuggle Forever on this team. Um, it, it's got disguise, obviously two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, Jolly Sword Stand, Shadow Sneak, Shadow Claw, Play Rough. I it's Mimikyu. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's it, very good though. It comes like, in. It's... It outspeeds a lot of stuff in this t- in this meta. I I did not realize how much it would outspeed. And it does a very good job of it. Mm-hmm. And it's such oh, a good, my... like, oh, oh, crap button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely is. Uh, I got the speed number. It outspeeds neutral, uninvested 70 speeders. Yeah. Ah, Thank you. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I mean, this is a fun team. I, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> I definitely have a blast. It. Dude, it's so much fun. We need to put this and... on. We need to put this on a page somewhere so people can play it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's in the show notes, so you can grab it there, and we'll, yes. you know, we'll probably slap it in Discord because I've been having just a great time with this, mm-hmm. and it's so good to just throw status around and then swap in Gorgeist. It's got so much. Them to it's oblivion. got so much like, uh, it's got so much utility in general. It does. Like it's it really it really does. It just it oh it so much utility. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, it's so good. But that's the team. Uh, mm-hmm. We hope you guys will have fun with it. Happy Halloween again. And it's it's been really fun doing something other than O-U-R-U, blah, 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 blah. Um, just doing a tier that we've never really showcased before mm-hmm. in Team of the it's, Episode. It's hard to showcase Monotype just because there's so it much is. to talk to about. It is. Yes. Yeah. It's something you just got to play. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You really hate fighting Dark-type Monotype teams with this? It's a hard time. <laughs> I speak from experience. I speak from experience. <laughs> but it's still a lot of fun. Go out, give it a give it a whirl on this. I absolutely I first. I absolutely recommend. Uh, mm-hmm. I recommend. <laughs> but so. yeah, that pretty much covers the episode. So thank you for listening. If you'd like to get some more awesome Puckle content, you can tune into our main show that comes out every Monday on the Puckle feed. You're listening to Puckle Plus right now, but if you're listening here, you probably already know about the main show. So there's if that. You, if you don't know about the main show and you listen to this, I applaud you. <laughs> you can listen to that <laughs> all comment. the time. It's great. I yeah. applaud you. <laughs> Uh, it's, so it's yeah, not like unheard of. It's not. It's Tell not. Un, it's not unheard of that this has yeah. happened. Like it, it's happened before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, some some prominent members of the community came from listening to like this. Yeah, Game Corner trivia. Cra- not yeah, Game Corner trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, TCG cast. I know that's one of the first things that got me hooked before they were split was TCG cast. So yeah, you know true. it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that comes out every Monday. We'd love to have you there. Also, follow us on our various social medias, mainly Facebook and Twitter. We also have an Instagram that's pretty awesome to just look around in. And the big thing, if you want to really interact with all of us in the community, 
hop into our Discord. There is a link down in the description as well as on various other content areas in in our YouTube videos that you can also subscribe to there. We've got a lot of battles that we cover. You heard us talk about the Kanto versus the World Tournament at the beginning, and videos for that are going up, as well as streams of our fearless leader, Thatch, here, playing his Nuzlocke challenges through black and white still? Black, black and, and white, white too? too. We're on two now. Uh, yeah, the black and white one, now. the black and white one, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have like a crazy cool time, uh, because, <laughs> because we just like put up the full streams and like, there's one video that's like six hours. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. And so now we've made it into much more manageable chunks. <laughs> and so awesome. like, we have like twice the number of episodes, but we're only halfway through the game still. So, yeah. So you can tune in and watch Thatch try and try his hardest to kill off his Snivy. So I can't dude, don't, get me, don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> we tried. We there was a moment where we're just like, this is where it ends. This is your yep. this is your moment. This is the time. <laughs> and then explosion missed. <laughs> and then explosion missed. But anyway, you can tune in on YouTube there. We'd love to have you there. And like I said, come to Discord. That's where a lot of this stuff happens, where you can sign up for all of our tournaments and things like that. That's and true. If you'd like to support us in other ways, there are ways you can do that. You can get some cool stuff out of it if you support us on our T Public store. You can get all sorts of cool merch like tapestries. I am oh, highly biased. God, it's throw pillows are where it's at. Okay, throw pillows and tapestries are where it's at. You can also get all sorts of cups and shirts and, and phone cases and phone cases if you have an iPhone. Only if you have an iPhone. And it's really only sad if you have an iPhone. But if you have a if you have extra dollars that you'd love to throw at us. Please support us on Patreon as well. It all goes back to the community. It really does. Um, yeah. It really does. Yeah. It lets us talk to you in good ways so we don't sound like we're coming out of a tin can. It lets you guys grab some cool uh, co-host trading cards and pins that were the gym badges from our summer league. Those are so gone as of right now, but they'll they'll make a comeback at some point. Mm-hmm. But we're going to trading cards. I don't know who the next one is. We need to figure that out. That's something that needs we to be do. figured out. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. But you can do that, and we'd love your support. As I said, it all goes back into keeping this community alive. We don't earn anything from it. It's all just to keep Puckle running. But it's been great. We're really looking forward to the next Battlecast, which will be the first one in Generation 8. And we're going to try our darndest to figure out what on earth is going on once we have all the information. So until next time, thank you, Sigma, for coming on and contributing and all the help that you did with Generation 7 stuff. It was a pleasure. And Thatch, thank you as well. You brought it. You brought us home several times over the course of this and bring us home again. Thanks for thanks for letting me come back in the house. It was really nice. <laughs> it was very nice of you to not change the locks. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm nice after my hostile takeover. It's fine. <laughs> it was probably we'll the, just fun. Seth was the best thing that happened to Battlecast. You see how it's been consistent since February. It took a lot of effort for him to put those old locks back on just for today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to spend like three hours changing them out. That's why I was late. I told you I was making dinner. I was not. <laughs> but anyway, but I've been we'll thatched. see you guys. We'll see you guys in November with the start of a brave new world. And until then, I've been Seth Vilo. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.